You're listening to a 1FM podcast. As I welcome Roman Coz to talk all things horse racing, in particular the Melbourne Cup. How are you, Roman? Uh, going well, thanks, Stats. How about yourself? Now, I must apologise for that delay, Roman. We just had a slight technical hitch between the end of shows there, but we're underway now, and, yeah, we're ready to go for what looks to be a pretty big day racing, 10-event card at Flemington, the first getting underway there at, uh, just for people's interest, at a quarter to 11 in the morning. The last is at uh, a quarter past five in the afternoon on Tuesday. Cup itself, traditional time at 1,500 hours. If you're out at Puckapunyal, 3 p.m., uh, of course, Australian Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time. And the weather, Roman, is looking quite horrible, I must say, for Tuesday. A shower or two, but it's going to get the 31. Yeah, isn't that amazing? A shower or two and it's going to be 31. Well, a shower or two is not going to harm my first tip, that's for sure. And it even says a possible storm to add to that as well. Wow. Okay, well, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens, eh? Well, how do you see it? How do you see the Melbourne Cup? And I know we're going to give selections out and we're going to give... Uh, I've got a, a $20 play and then I've got a, a, a plan B, a $10 play for the punters out there involving the top 10 market. Yeah, well, I've just, uh, I'll just go through mine and just yep. give you what I've got. Do you want uh, you want all of mine in one hit? Or? Yeah, just do yours in one hit if you like. Just roll, Roman, and then I'll come across with what I like and hopefully yeah. we'll give the punters some what of an idea for their trifectas and their first falls and what not come Tuesday. Gamble responsibly, of course. Well, let's, uh, let's get the listeners to sharpen their pens because there's a few things coming up. All right, look, uh, in the finish, I've decided to go for gold trip. Uh, and I'm very happy to hear there's a few showers, to be quite honest, uh, because it does like a little bit of sting out of the ground. I can't see how it's not the best form horse in a race. Uh, it uh, beats West Wind Blows in that uh, Turnbull Stakes. Went past it like West Wind Blows would have got Windburn. Uh, third was uh, Sulkin, who was very unlucky in the Caulfield Cup, missing it by six lengths and probably should have placed and got me some money. And, of course, fourth was Romantic Warrior, the winner of the Cox Plate. I mean, gee, that's just uh, A-grade form line as far as I'm concerned. So it's my top tip. Uh, it only goes up a kilo from last year, so I don't see why it can't go well again. Um, second, I'll put uh, number three in without a fight, the Caulfield Cup winner. It itself also only goes up one kilo. Uh, there was absolutely nothing wrong with its, uh, its run there. It was strong in the finish. Uh, there's every indication that it'll run the 3,200 of the Melbourne Cup, and, and it has won up to 2,800 metres uh, a couple of times, so I don't think the 3,200's an issue. Some concern with Barrier 16, perhaps, but uh, look, you, you can't be worrying too much about Barriers. I remember getting rid of horse years ago, uh, that big mare, what was the name of it again? We mentioned on Saturday, uh, that drew Barrier 20, so they, well, they went from all sorts of barriers, just luck of the draw getting your, getting your way in. So uh, I'm happy to have it second. Third, I'm going to put the Japanese horse in breakup, um, mainly because of uh, it running fourth in the 3,200 metre race in Japan called the, what's it called, the Tenno Show? Or Tenno Show, yes. Yeah, a name like that. And um, it got beaten 4.8 lengths behind a horse called Justin uh, Palace. And Justin Palace has got form around a horse called Equinox. And I was reading something the other day which says Equinox is now the best stayer in the world according to ratings and such. Yeah, I think it's won five group ones in a row or something like that currently in counting. 
correct. It's, it's no slouch over the distance. To have form around it, I think, is good enough for this race. It got involved in that. Well, it didn't get involved in but it was sitting off the pace a little bit, about five or six lengths off that very hectic pace in the Caulfield Cup. And it didn't relent. You know, like it kept going. It, uh, it didn't stop. So a lot of horses could conk out trying to keep up with that. And it kept going. And, of course, we've got to respect the uh, Japanese. How'd they go up? Up in Sydney yesterday, just went whoosh, first up and bang, there's a $10 million race for him. Thanks very much. And there's no reason why um, Breakup can't run a tip-top race here. I've made my fourth tip, uh, Sulcum, only because I know it'll miss the start again, but it's drawn the barrier to try and sneak a few runs along the fence there. And uh, Joe Marrero, well, you know, is there many better jockeys in the world than Joe Marrero? We have to be one of the top half dozen of the, of the world. And if it has any chance in the run, I'm sure he'll try and sneak runs as the race goes on. And we know it can run a bit of a distance, so it's already won over 2,780-something metres. I think with 53 and a half, I'm hoping to get my place money back from what I lost in the Caulfield Cup. Uh, I'll put in the favourite Vorban. um, My only concern with Vorban is, and it's... You know, you kind of second-guess yourself sometimes with these races, but uh, it's won a couple of its Group 1 races over in England in small fields. Um, and I'm, you know, like sort of wondering where will it get in the run from the, from Barrier. I think it's Barrier 3, is it? I think it's pretty close to Barrier 3. Let me have a look here. Yeah, got Barrier 3, Raymond. Barrier 4, sorry, Barrier 4. Oh, no, Barrier 3, I was right the first time. Uh, if it gets shuffled back and it doesn't like a lot of horses around, it could be in a bit of bother and... Uh, I guess I'm taking the same tact as we all took with Romantic Warrior in the uh, Cox Plate when we, we had egg on our face. In that, uh, I'm with you, Roman. I'm taking it on as well. Yeah, I, I just think it's a $3.40 or whatever it is this morning. I think that's way too short yep. uh, for, for my liking. I can't knock it out of the race, but I'm not putting it anywhere near the top. Uh, my next tip is a horse called Absurd, uh, which is number seven. And um, Zach Purton's on it. It's got form around Vorban. Now, Vorban thrashed it over in England, but it only had the second up run that particular time, and they put it away for this. It ran first up and didn't do any good. But then it came out with Frankie Dettori over 2,800 metres to win that York Ebor handicap, which has been a lead-up race to the Melbourne Cup uh, a few times over the years. It came from barrier 22 of 22, and I'm reading in the comments here, I didn't realise, was left in front a long way out under riding, hard riding, and it just kept coming. It actually went away in the finish, so I'm thinking that's a pretty strong sort of staying effort there. Uh, so I'll put in absurd as my, uh, what is it now, the sixth pick. And my seventh pick, and that's as far as I'll go stats, I don't want to go too far down, otherwise we get lost in the ruck. I'm going to put in number 21, future. History. Now, future history was taken back from Mini Valley Cup. Uh, it was checked at the 800 metres, and look, it dropped six kilos in this particular race. Now, uh, you've got the young, uh, well, no, she's not a young girl, Holly Doyle, the uh, champion female rider over in the UK, on 50 kilos riding for uh, Kieran Maher. So I think it's um, I think it's worth a little bit of a crack there at $26 as well. So they're my top seven. Um, do you want to go through yours and then I'll give you what my betting would be like? Or just no, you keep going, Roman. What what do you suggest how the, the uh, once-a-year punters in particular play it on Tuesday? Okay, well, the once-a-year punters, if they want to do win value, they should back, back numbers 4, 7 and 21. 
on the basis of four units, two units and one unit in that particular order. Um, maybe Gold Trip for the ones who just want to have a place bet because the public will forget Gold Trip a little bit or maybe they won't with the wet track, but uh, it could be a surprise place dividend because sometimes these uh, dividends in the, for the place in the Melbourne Cup. Is the weight the worry for Gold Trip? I don't think so. It won last year, then it goes up a kilo. Yeah, it does, yeah. But only five horses are won at that weight. Well, the last two years, um, the top weights won the Melbourne Cup. Um, yep. Very elegant and, and gold trip. Yeah, and it's had, it's had a long history, though, of the top weight before that, though, not winning Melbourne Cups. There was a, a long run of outs with top weights not winning. Yeah, I remember, I think, I can't remember whether Think Big was top weight, but he was up there uh, against Reckless and all that sort of thing. That might have been a fair way back. But, you know, Stats, I really think this race is quite thin this year. Um, I think if uh, the... the the sort of the top four or five of mine get clear runs. I think they'll be fighting it out. But the Melbourne Cup being the Melbourne Cup, you know, horses get knocked around or things happen, and you know that's why you're always looking for a ruffie to try and do a prince uh, prior to Prenzans type of a type. So those three for the win for the win punters, a place on Gold Trip, and a box trifecta with my top seven wouldn't go astray. Uh, it, it's only 210 combos, which sounds like a lot, but if you have 21 bucks on that, you'll get 10% of the dividend. Yep. If 20 bucks is too much for you, go ours with a couple of mates or thirds or something and uh, reduce the amount and have a bit of fun. And I'll have another multiple trifecta where I'll take just my top three, numbers one, three, and four, into the others and multiply them across. That's 90 combos. Miserable $9 gets you 10% there as well. And they'll be my um, they'll be my goes in the cups. That's um, I think it's I'm fairly confident I'll get the winner in the top five, and then I've got absurd and future history sort of little I don't know dark horses or one of another word. What about yourself, mate? What's uh, what's your big decisions? I'm very similar for, to you in the top four, just a, a bit of a different order. But then I sort of fall away from you with a bit more of the roughies, but. Uh, I'm I'm with the Caulfield Cup winner without a fight. It's coming through. We saw Incentivise run second a couple of years ago, sim- similar form with that Brisbane form, Melbourne Cup form. I think without a fight for the Freedmans. And Mark Zara going on off goal trip. Uh, and like you said, the kilo, kilo penalty. I'm, I'm on without a fight. I've got $5 to win on it. Gold trip, $5 to win on it as well. J-Mac gets the ride there. Of course, like you said, the Turnbull winner, the Cup winner from last year. Big watch on the weather, though. I'm a bit scared that if it's a good fall, that might not work in gold trip's favour. But uh, if the weather's saying like they're saying, of course, they're sort of referring to it as... Uh, really damp conditions, and maybe that might be okay. But I wonder by the time race seven comes along, will that uh, there be a track ground, uh, downgrade? Going to have to wait and see. Look, Sulkham was the run of the race in the Caulfield Cup, and I'm going to have three dollars to win on Sulkham. The blinkers go off. It's like a gear change. Yeah, Jose. Uh, Joe Murillo, I should say, not Jose. Joe Murillo uh, gets to ride the Magic Man from Hong Kong. Should have finished a lot closer. And um, I, if it jumps out of the barriers, look out for Sulkham. And well, and I'm with you. The Japanese run a breakup. This is its grand final. This is what it's yeah. here for. A lot of jumped off it from its Caulfield Cup one. I thought it whacked away quite nicely. Fitter, just like we saw with uh, the Hong Kong Galloper a couple of weeks ago for the Cox Plate. And I've got $2 on it, $3 on it 
on Salkham. And then I've got a couple of roughies for a dollar for a $20 play. I've got to stay with Val and Declare. I know it's its fourth cup, but it's just an old favourite of mine, and it's a big price. It's $27 for Billy Egan and O'Brien. I'd love to see it uh, go well. Alan Quirr, now it's got a hoof issue, and it's being vetted tomorrow morning, but I've just got to have something on for Damien Oliver's last ride at a dollar, and I think uh, when I find it here, it's uh, number two. Look, it's up there in the weights, but it's $61. So it's weighted that way for a reason, and at $61, I give it a chance if it's past fit to run. Don't worry about the vet check, of course. We know that uh, without a fight, went through a, a vet check before the Caulfield Cup as well. So these are common occurrences. Ash Run, uh, I like it at a dollar as well. Uh, it's low down in the rates, $41 for Ma Usis. And, of course, uh, it ran second to a mead in the Geelong Cup, which the Geelong Cup form is pretty good form. Interpretation is the Bendigo Cup winner. We saw high emotion come through that race last year for, for Ma Usis. And I think it can run a place at really big odds. It was it's number twenty two for the cup. High emotion was number twenty two last year, Roman, when it ran third. And I, I reckon it's a huge price low down in the weights interpretation yeah. at the triple figures. And one of my old time favourites won an Adelaide Cup uh, a year ago or so now, and it's ran fourth in the Herbert Power, and it's always bred to get two miles. It's one over uh, two miles with the Adelaide Cup, and that's Dalska Quint Junior at $101 for Daniel Stackhouse. So my numbers, again, I'm going to have five to win on without a fight, five to win on gold trip, then Sulcum at the $3, break up at the $2, and then at a dollar, I'm going to have Vion Declare, Aquan Kerr, Ashrun Interpretation, and Dalska Sweet Jr., uh, all for a dollar. That's $20 rounded out, Roman. So the numbers there are three and one, in race seven for five dollars, six for three dollars, four for the two dollars, and then all these for a dollar, nine to eleven, twenty-two and twelve, Roman. Well, I think that sounds like a pretty good strategy stats. Um your Elenquer number two, I notice here that it's one on the heavy and it's one on the soft. So if the weather forecaster uh... Well the handicapper hasn't missed it, Roman. It's gotta be for a reason. Yes, yeah, absolutely. When you look at the structure of the weights, Gold Trip is two kilos clear of Alan Quir and without a fight. And then there's a one and a half kilos to break up Valaban, uh, sorry, uh, Vorban, and then there's one and a half to the rest. So there's a there's a clear, as you say, there's a clear reason for it being up there. Uh, obviously, it's won a couple of their group races over there, and that's, um, that's why they get these. And I also notice I've got a little circle here. It actually uh, beat State of Rest um, uh, last year. And, of course, we know that went on and come, out, come over here and won the Cox Plate. So I guess there's a bit of a line-up. If you're, it's a very obtuse line-up, I must admit, but it's still there. So, uh, yeah, obviously quite classy. And then the wetter it gets, I think the better it's probably got a bit of a chance, mate. Now, once a year... 
punters, we also get the once-a-year markets, and there's a top 10 market on the TAB, gamble responsibly, of course. If you don't want to do what I suggested there, I can give you a $10 play as my second suggestion. Just take number 12 and number 22 to run the top 10. That's Deliquent Junior and Interpretation. You get $3.20 both. If they both lob, we'll get $32 for our 10, and if one lobs, we'll get $16 for our 10, Roman. Oh, well, that's fair enough. That's an unusual market, isn't it? It's a once-a-year market that the TAB bring out every year. I actually had a very good outcome with uh, Deliquent Sweet Junior in the top 10 market last year. Ran really nice for me. It was around 5 or $6, and it finished sixth in the cup. Oh, well, sixth in the cup this year will get you 160000 uh, prize money. So... Um there's a, I mean, six to tenth is worth 160,000, and the, the winner gets four million four hundred thousand. Now, I'm with you on the internationals. I just worry about a couple of things. A, you you got to sort of take on trust. Now, look, I know they can run well fresh to UK runners, and we've seen it in the past. Like you said, Roman, it's just the tight racing that we do here. Over two miles, it's going to be a hot day as well, and. Like $3.70 for Vauban, I'm not saying it's not a good runner, but I just can't take $3.70. And if it wins without me and I've got egg all over me face like Romantic Warrior did to me, so be it. But I'll run against it. Well, you won't be alone, uh, Stats, because I was against Romantic Warrior and I think Dan was as well. And uh, uh, if it gets up, if Vauban gets up and wins, well, so be it. You know, that's the punt. But... As a punter, you've got to look for the value, and I yep. don't think it's the value. That's all. I'm not saying it's no good. Well, I think the ones a years don't want a $3.70 favourite. They're looking for something more outside the square. Exactly, and that's. Uh, I think we both sort of honed in on the Japanese horses, probably one of the good uh, prices at $19. I think that's probably about double its price. It probably should be about 9 or And the other thing about that pricing profile, Roman, that's the sort of pricing, uh, pricing profile that does win a Melbourne Cup around that 15 to $20 mark? Well, it has the last couple of years. Yes. And uh, why not over the years? It's it's hard for favourites to win a Melbourne Cup. I mean, Maccabi Dover, of course, in its last last two was a favourite, certainly favourite in the last one. I yep. think the one before it might have been, if it wasn't favourite, it would have been six. Well, it was a crowd favourite anyway, wasn't it, let alone? Well, was it what? <laughs> let alone a uh, betting favourite. Yeah, well, they, gave, they gave it a gift, didn't they, by watering the track a little bit heavier uh, than they normally would have. Because uh, you remember uh, Friedman um, suggested he wouldn't run it if the track was really rock hard. So they put a little bit of extra water on it, and history made itself three million cups, eh? Yeah, well, just outside of the Melbourne Cup, I've just found one. I've just been flicking through the field, Roman, and uh, look, I'm going to the Sub-Zero race six for the punters at $6.50, number two, Glint of Silver. It's down from Sydney. It's had a seven-week break. Uh, it's had a trial in between that break just to tick it over. It's a natural leader. It's a, a great four-year-old gelding for Zach Purton gets a ride for David Pfeiffer from Warwick Farm down for this race for the Sub-Zero and I think it might be one for the punters to follow at $6.50. We'll lead all the way and be in it for a long way, Glinter Silver race six number two on Tuesday at Flemington in the Sub-Zero. Yeah, I've got a couple of I've been looking at too. Uh, race two, number one, Pounding, uh, $3.20 uh, P. Moody. I'm on it too, Roman, actually. 
races on the pace and it certainly drops a fair bit in class, but then again it goes up in weight, of course. And the other one I've got to have a close look at because I haven't had a chance yet is uh, race eight, number three, Kamochi. Uh, Gary Portelli is one of those trainers like uh, Beyond Boyka, uh, Baker who doesn't travel south for, uh, just for his health. And he's got Damien Lane. So they're the two I'm looking at outside of the cup. And uh, I think the rest of the day will be a pretty quiet day for me. Okay, Roman, we'll leave it there. But uh, thank you for your time this afternoon. My pleasure. I hope we've um, managed to sway a couple of people. Will this show be going on um, on permanent somewhere so people who missed it can get onto it? I, I dare say so. I think Josh will no doubt uh, podcast it. I've got a feeling uh, yeah. if he remembered it was even on. So I've got a feeling he <laughs> might not have remembered that we were actually going to air at 2 o'clock the way oh, uh, the system was set up here. But anyway, uh, we got there in the end. That's for sure, mate. All right, Roman, I'll let you get on with your Sunday Good punting on Tuesday. Gamble responsibly, as always. Always have a bit of fun with it. Just have a dollar on a ruppy just to have an interest in the race. And, of course, uh, Roman, we'll do it all again Saturday for the final day of the carnival. Just before you go, I should ask you about Derby Day. What about the Oaks? The Oaks, I'm going to have the horse that ran second yesterday to... uh, I've forgotten its name now. Geez, it got that far back. I think it'll win the Oaks. The one who ran second in the uh, Wakeful, I've forgotten its darn name. But anyway, that's uh, that's the Oaks on Thursday. Yeah, I haven't really had a deep dive into the Oaks yet, to be quite truthful. Uh, yeah, the, the horse that ran second yesterday in a course, that was just looking back through that Roman from yesterday. Oh, my memory. Uh, doesn't matter. Whatever it is that ran second in the Wakeful is the one I'm backing because the Wakeful has always been a terrific leader. Zardozzi. Zardozzi, yes. Yeah, James McDonald and uh, James Cummings. Yeah, he just, uh, I think he mistook it a little bit, um, James, and um, thought the leader might come back to him a little bit earlier, but it didn't. Uh, I think it'll win the Oaks fairly easily on that It's one. It's $4, 3 to 1 for the Oaks currently. Really? Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah, Tropic, Tropical Squall's the favourite at $3.50. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Well, I uh, could be a very happy chappy on Thursday night. And your thoughts on the Derby, the favourite winning there yesterday? Yeah, look, it was a hard slog. Um, gee, it wasn't super impressive, but it does. It got be, there. It got there, and I guess that's look. A lot of a lot of good horses just get there. Remember, better loosen up years ago. He only yep. ever got there in in all these group wins. He only ever got there, and one day he won by five lengths, and the crowd was stunned. You know, he used to always only win by a half head, long neck. That sort of stuff, and maybe some horses uh, are just like that. And maybe this one's like that. But that was the James McDonald factor on board, I think, for Riff Rocket. I think James McDonald yeah. got it over the line big time. Oh, I think he was. Uh, he was very surprised. I think he was quite surprised that he actually won it. Uh, but um, yeah, they were a bit stiff there. The Hayes um, have had a couple of couple of tough. Gee, they've been they, yeah, they've been stiff in a lot of big races this year. Uh, the Hayes camp, haven't they? Oh, absolutely. It's uh, I still can't believe that the Romantic Warrior won that photo. Uh, every time I look at what I've been looking at, I think, uh, Mr. Brightside still won, <laughs> but that's racing. Yeah, well, my, my wallet, unfortunately, says it did, Roman, so that's all I really need. <laughs> Don't yeah. need a photo to work that out. But anyway, Roman, that's where we'll leave it. No worries. Thanks, Roman, and we will uh, do it all again for the final time for final day next Saturday. Pleasure. Look forward to it. That, of course, was Roman Cos having a look at the Melbourne Cup. Of course, always gamble responsibly. Da, 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 da.
Hi, it's Brad Campbell. As you know, the team at Cardamone Real Estate are passionate about sport right across the Golden Valley. And at CRE, we support 30 local sporting and community clubs. If you're considering selling your home, leasing out your biggest asset, or you need friendly advice, talk to Team CRE. Yes, that's Cardamone Real Estate. Call Pete, Big Cam Witzel, or myself, Brad Campbell, on 58254200 for a free appraisal. In 2023, think of CRE. And right across the GV area, you're in Cardamone country. FM sponsor. Ardmona Primary School takes pride in providing every child an opportunity in learning with highly qualified and passionate staff from the local area. Check us out. Search Ardmona Primary School online and take our virtual tour. Our culture is clear and present in all aspects of the school. Our school takes a lead in supporting individualised student learning programs and is known as one of the most popular schools in the local region. Search Ardmona Primary School today or find us on Facebook. Ardmona Primary School, where you'll find fun, friendly students and one big family. Station sponsor. Passantina's BP Service Station North Shepparton has been serving people living in and visiting our region for now more than 50 years. There's no other place you can still experience driveway service delivered with a smile, the old-fashioned way. Supplier of BP Ultimate Fuels, they will wash your windows, check under your bonnet and even do your tyres while you wait. Next time you're filling up, do it at Passantina's BP Service Station. GV Highway, North Shepparton. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.